Hey, it's Brendan here. You're probably expecting me to say Denebacast is back, and it is back. But before we start the show, I gotta let you know about a few things. First thing, this Season 4, Episode 5 of Denebacast will be the final episode of Season 4. With that in mind, getting this episode out took a lot of hard work and a bunch of re-recording. So bear with us for the audio. And just know that coming for Season 5 in the new year, we'll be featuring many new exciting features for Denebacast. Without further ado, please enjoy this episode of Denebacast, and we will see you for Season 5 in 2022. Denebacast is back. Today, we are all back together to recap the senior fall and look ahead into the Newton South push into December break. Let's get into Season 4, Episode 5. I'm Brendan Weissel. I'm Aiden Geeser. I'm Justin Levy. And this is Denebacast. Um, we got a couple disclaimers for this episode. Aiden's chewing gum. If you're a big fan of Denavacast, you know that we had a big mishap. Um, one of us lost the audio. I'm not going to say who. It might have been me. It's not. But, um... You know, for a fact, it wasn't me, guys. Okay. Um, somebody lost the audio. It's not important. <laughs> um, so... But we're back out here. We're recording again. Um, and we're ready to, we're ready to get through it. Aiden is still chewing gum. Um, second disclaimer... Justin's trying to unzip his jacket. All right, second disclaimer. Oh my God. Second disclaimer for real. Aiden's gum is behind his ear. This is ridiculous. Second disclaimer. We might have a visual aspect for this. You're probably like, oh, Brendan, why did you choose to wear all white? And that's because it was blizzard day spirit here in Newton South. So that's why I'm sporting white pants, shut up Brad Weissel, and Newton South sweatshirt, track, shut up Danny Collins. um, I'm wearing a coat, because not just, it's not just cold outside, it's also blizzard day, so that's why I'm wearing a coat. Show my spirit. Okay. How about you, Aiden? You got your spirit on? You know me. Uh, it's a pretty typical fit, but like, it works. Works with the theme, yeah. I feel like. Ugly sweater day was yesterday, but that's, that's neither here nor there, but... Um, wow. All right, bro. Third disclaimer. We have not sat down and recorded an episode, just us three, since August. Well, we tried to. We haven't actually produced one and pulled one out since August. Um, you know, we pre-recorded some episodes... And we had that episode for the soccer team. But finally, we're back. We're ready to record. If all else fails, we got the phone on the middle of the table. This episode, this audio, this recording session will produce an episode. If it's just static noise, hopefully these mics work. You know, Mr. Weinshop has been uh, a gracious lender to us. So we're ready to get into this episode. How have you guys been? It's been a long time since we've been together. Uh, I've been, I've been, you know, trying to... You know, gunning for December break, but time has absolutely flown since the last time we recorded one of these. I mean, it feels like yesterday was September, and it absolutely was not. Time is flying by, and just trying to make the most of every day at the same time. Um, yeah. Yeah, word for word, dude. Honestly, like, it's life is just going by so fast. You're talking about the last podcast we recorded in August. Kind of feels like yesterday to me, So, which is kind of awesome kind of really scary but you know like justin said gunning for december break still trying to get into college <laughs> dealing with good and bad news and taking life one day at a time yeah i've been i've been experiencing a lot of that uh, same stuff um the college search has been pretty wild um, most of my applications are just about done but it's weird i know i've talked to both you guys about this just come some of my you know personal feelings about it and some of my other friends it's really hard. Um, obviously, when you see your friends get in, you're really happy for them. You know, you want them to get in. But I think the thing that's, you know, kind of hidden behind, we talk a lot about social media on this podcast. What's kind of hidden behind that 
is um, for every you know acceptance you see for a lot of these highly selective schools with the early decision you know there's at least five or six rejections that you don't hear about uh, and it's it becomes kind of it's it's really just a, a tough you know experience when you're only seeing the acceptances and you're like wow they got in i didn't but it's hard because you don't really hear about the rejections uh, i know you didn't experience that justin yourself congratulations we haven't had a podcast he's going to harvard so it's good and not only is he going to harvard he's gonna go to harvard and run track I'm so track and feel I'm talk about what that was like that was that's been a great question man that's been a fun process before i get into into that yeah just make sure to check on your friends guys especially you seniors or juniors you have senior friends you know this is definitely a tough time for a lot of people so let's just be mindful and uh, check up on one another going to your question um brendan yeah it's been it's been a ride i'd say the first email that i received was in the indoor season last year and then it translated to wow. spring a couple coaches came to meets and then it really picked up over the summer and um, yeah, it's been a, it definitely was a hectic fall for me uh, with, with different college visits and, and, and working out and training with different teams, just visiting them. But I'm definitely content and happy with my decision and looking forward to running at Harvard for the next four years. You know, I've, I've been wondering what it's going to feel like once I get into the school that I want to get into. Like, what, what's that been like? Like, do you feel like all this work over the past, whoever knows how long it's been worth it? Absolutely. I would say... You know, when I finally got that uh, that letter, uh, that email, and I could, you know, log into the portal and it gave me that, you know, uh, confirmation, it just felt like all the time that I spent finally paid off, you know, to absolutely. And it's a great feeling, thoroughly grateful and uh, excited for the future. Yeah, I think the thing that's always kind of, you know, been on the minds of the, the kids in the track team is like, you know, it, it was pretty clear from, a, you know, the early days of your uh, Newton South track and indoor track career, you're most likely, you know, going to continue your academic and athletic career, um, you know, beyond Newton South High School. So I think it was just pretty cool uh, for the rest of your teammates to see um, you achieve that. Um, obviously, you've, we've seen you work really hard. So um, just a congratulations from here. From us at Denevacast, uh, as an indoor track captain, I'll pass over that, uh, that congratulations. Um, what are you most looking forward to specifically about running in college? Something maybe you didn't get to experience at Newton South that you're, you know, you're going to get to experience in college. It's a great question. I guess the first thing that I'd say is, you know, my dad, one of my dad's best friend, best friends is someone that he met was his roommate, his college year freshman, who also ran track and field with him and cross country. So I think the team is going to be a huge part of my life for the next four years, just developing those connections. I already have some friends and are making some friends who are going to be on the team and are currently on the team. So I think that that's absolutely going to be exciting and just to push myself physically and really see how far I can go. Um, yeah, that should be fun. But going along with the theme of you know sports and sports in general, uh, we'd be remiss to not touch on the the end of the seasons of the the fall sports. So, uh, yeah, want to start us off, Brandon? I'll start us off. Um, I attended. Uh, you know, I started off the year by kind of saying I want to attend one of each game. Unfortunately, I came a little bit short on that. Uh, it's still a gold mine. I'm still going to try to hit every other one, but I wasn't able to make it to golf. Um, I'm not gonna make any excuses, I didn't make it to one. It's, it's unfortunate, but I think that hopefully my presence has still been kind of felt at a lot of those games um, where sometimes, you know, people don't get to go to as much, um, they're not as popular. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, you know, continue doing that, but let's look back at the fall. I would say that uh, I was cross country captain, so I'll, I'll start off with that. Um, you know, I think the boys team and girls team uh, was definitely a bit of a rebuilding year for both of them. Um, had some strong senior runners, um, but no teams that are really going to make a huge push to do anything on the state or, you know, divisional level. So it was really a year to, um, you know, rebuild those relationships 
um, you know, get those traditions back in the minds of some of the younger runners who, you know, last year we didn't do, get to do a lot of traditions because we weren't at South. We practiced at, you know, somewhere in Newton Highlands. So getting that regular routine back of the team um, was important. Um, you know, we had uh, two runners compete at the all-state level, Koroma Sakuma and Lily Bolchinski. Um, they did a, a great job there for us. So that was mainly our season. Um, I think that, you know, in the up and coming years, we got some strong sophomores. Um, so hopefully they can take the team to some success. What other sports you guys took out this season? I mean, I was lucky enough to make it to a lot of the boys and girls soccer games. Um, more, a little bit more of the boys games. I got a lot of close friends on the team and they were definitely really fun to watch. Um, shout out Jonas, dude was killing it, Dan, Dan Knight, the rest of the boys too. Um, you know, it's kind of crappy the way their season ended with, I, I think they were, do you know what their record was? I think they were just under 500. Yeah, they finished, I believe, 5, 6, and 5. They finished 33rd um, in MIA, like, standings, um, and you had to finish top 32 to make the playoffs, so you couldn't get much closer, yeah. really. And they, they tied or drew, drew, I don't play soccer, um, maybe... Principal Strauss can help us out with the soccer terminology, but um, she's a big soccer fan. If you, if you didn't listen to the episode, go back. It's a little plug. Um, they tied the best team in the state. They tied Brookline. Um, so, you know, at the end of the day, you can look at that and say, we have some talent, and we can move on and move forward with that. Yeah, and I think looking to the future on that team, the, the future's definitely in pretty safe hands, I think. Um, yeah, how about you, Justin? You make it to any good games? Absolutely, um, yeah. The team that I made the most games to I said would be the football team, and every time I showed up to those games, the boys showed out. It was, it was overall a great experience for me, and I think overall that could be reflected in their their record. I think they finished what was their record. Regardless, it was a strong team, and you could you know shout out to the football team. I think they they did great this year. Yeah, definitely their best season since the Austin Burton era, which that's impressive. I mean, that guy's playing in college. They had a lot of other guys in that team, um, you know, that are. That, that continued past South, and it's impressive that they were able to get back to kind of that elite level that they were, uh, maybe not, you know, making any marks on the state level, uh, but playing well enough to have a, a team that's exciting to watch, they can come from, come from behind, and they can, they can win games. Yeah, I mean, we touched on this earlier, but I, I mean, in my existence here at South so far, I like, football team and winning have never really been a correlation, so it's kind of been exciting to watch that, um, and I'm really excited to see what those guys do in the future, and... Are any of them playing in college? You know, I think Joe Toys maybe. Joe Toys probably gonna play in college. Is Alex playing college? I'm not sure. Is Patrick? I'm not sure. Well, so. Patrick, well, Patrick's going D one. Yeah, to a D1 we'll, we'll check in. Yeah. Check in with them. Yeah. Hopefully, after they listen to it, they'll yeah. they'll let us know. Oh, quick shout out to Joe Toys. Did do you guys do you guys know what record he broke? What record did he break? DCL all time leading sacks. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Really? Yeah. Isn't that insane? That's an absurd record. I got yeah. chills thinking about that. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And he missed a good portion of a season, so. Yeah, it's nuts. That's a, wow. Good I know. I, mm, we might have to fact check it, but I'm pretty sure that's true. We'll fact yeah. check it. We'll, yeah, no. we'll give our interns do that. Yeah. 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 Interns. Interns. Yeah. Yeah. We got interns. You know, some kids actually reached out to me about helping us out on the podcast. Really? Yeah. Could they could can fact check we that. Could absolutely they will be fact checking this right now. Yeah. yeah. So the next episode, they'll be working that camera over there. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. We got cross country, we got soccer. We didn't do girls soccer. Girls soccer had a phenomenal season, finished in the final, made it to the final four at the state level. We had them on the podcast right before their final four matchup. Uh, they unfortunately lost in that game um, to Hingham. They had a very successful season. Uh, they made it the farthest run they ever uh, have made it in the state level. 
once again, a really solid season and hopefully they can, you know, carry that momentum forward. They are a really junior and sophomore heavy team. So hopefully they can carry that momentum into next year and be, you know, an even greater um, force to be reckoned with on the state level. Oh yeah, that'll be crazy. I'm so excited to come back, watch some of their games, maybe if I have time. Absolutely. Um, that, that last game against Brooklyn was tough, dude. Or no, that wasn't the they, last game. The Brooklyn game was fun. The Brooklyn game to, was fun. They lost to hang out. I just remember how cold it was. Oh my God. Yeah. When they scored though, the crowd was going crazy. Yeah. That was awesome. That was electric. That's just like running around with shorts and a t-shirt on and like 30 degrees whipping winds. That was a good death. Yeah. Still bumming on this that game. It's okay. I guess you just got to keep notifications on for, I don't know, whatever Instagram account would tell me that kind of thing. Anyways. Maybe um, the Denebola app. I don't think I mentioned that yet. Um, shout out quick plug a little bit of ad here oh. shout out to alex Syracuse. uh coded a phenomenal denebla app it's gonna give you the teacher references it's gonna get you a much easier mobile look at the articles we're producing so i would totally download it on the app store denebla app go check it out and use code denebacast i'm kidding <laughs> it's a free app so use code denebacast and it'll be a free app not a single cent guys let's keep ripping through these sports pre uh Lookbacks. Yeah. Girls of Volleyball had a tough end of their season. They played They played Newton North really strong. Something you'd mentioned is that Newton North had a home game. I think if that game had been in Newton Center, they might have been able to pull it out. Justin, what do you think about that? You, you raise a, an interesting hypothetical, Brendan, because I definitely do think that when it comes to crowd control and, and, and just spirit in general, when it comes to participation from the crowd, that can absolutely change the outcome of a game, I think. So the hypothetical you raise is... I believe it definitely is within the realm of possibility for them to have instead taken that W, um, that last game, if had, not even had it been here, but there just been more South, you know, representatives and, and, and spectators at the game. Just combating some of that chirping, but it is what it is, tough end of the season, but pretty successful, made the playoffs. Just touching on the realm of possibility, you know, I would say it's almost in the realm of probability, mm. because, you know, I, I, t- mm. I touched on, on this with... Mr. Briggs. So sorry to splice my words. Um, but yeah, we were talking, and he was talking about the match was going into one of the last sets. I'm not totally sure how volleyball works. It's like pretty much almost like the fourth quarter. The game was tied, right? They're going hand for hand, and they just like didn't have enough steam. And really, it just like could have taken out. Literally, if your voice was there, love him or hate him, like, yeah. could have been all it took. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. Um, I think as a runner, you experience that extremely firsthand. Someone's yelling at you. Someone's telling you the right thing to do. It wakes you up. Five, I've been doing a lot of 5Ks recently with the cross-crank season. You know, you're running for 15-plus minutes. Someone yells at you. It wakes you up. The crowd, you know, fans, they totally help. So, you know, as much support possible for these games, the better. Unified Basketball, um, they had their jamboree. Unfortunately, they suffered their first ever loss this season. Uh, but, you know, Unified Basketball, they had a strong, um, you know, strong season. I think it's all about some of those friendships you make um, and, you know, teaching the game. We, we covered enough of the uh, fall. So we into the winter. We got a lot of stuff on the docket to cover. A lot of sports. On this episode, still to go. Winter season, let's each pick one sport. Let's cover it. Let's move on. For sure. Uh, so I'll start. I just want to go on record saying, in my opinion, I'd say that winter sports have just the coolest variety and culmination of, of sports throughout the three seasons, fall, winter, spring, I'd say. Um, yeah, in terms of sports, you have indoor track and field, which those three are participating in. You have basketball, wrestling, ski, Nordic ski, swim, 
uh, gymnastics and hockey pack the jar. So I say the sport that I'm most looking forward to besides basketball and track and field, obviously I'm a little biased, will be swim. I made a pack with Cheyenne, uh, one of the captains, um, and we're going to try to go to more swim meets and they're going to try to come to some track meets. Going along with our previous point about participation and, and, and those spectators and crowd and how those can absolutely change the outcome of a match, game, meet, result, whatever the case, they absolutely can change the outcome there. Um, so I'd say I'm super excited to attend some swim meets, uh, see Cheyenne and Nico hold it down. I know they got some talented uh, underclassmen looking to swim fast and swim far. Perfect. I'm most excited to head down to one Paramount Place, Watertown, Massachusetts, at the John A. Ryan Skating Arena to watch the boys' ice hockey team win some games. I've already been to one game, and they did win, so I got to keep going. In fact, they scored 10 goals. I was there with Akiva and Brady. We were rooting for that 10-goal mark, and they hit 10 goals. It was super exciting. 10? 10 goals? Against like Lowell. 10? What? Yeah, they scored 10. It was awesome. Wow. Do they? Respectfully, do they, do they play in Division One? Yeah, they're, they're, I believe. I don't know what division, but... They're in like the a strong division. Yeah, they played Lowell. I mean, they beat like, Lowell. Lowell has really good athletics. Absolutely, generally. absolutely. Um, yeah, they're a senior heavy team, and it's now an era for them. And they're gonna. I've been talking to Nathan Cohen since I would say I was in sixth grade, and he was saying, "When we're seniors, we're gonna be really. When we're seniors, once I'm a senior, he's a senior, and they're good. They better win it all this year. Something the whole way. Yeah, he's right. Corbin they got a chance. Saying. They they played a really close game against a you know number. I think. One or two team in the state, so Tewksbury. So they or they lost. Yeah, they lost by one goal. Damn. Tight game, one to two, low scoring for a high school match. So you know they so, got the the ice is green on the other side right now. So be it. Yeah, on the theme of seeing that everything come full circle, kids we were friends with when we were young, all the way to senior year. Shout out the basketball team. Shout out Ryan Adam. Oh, captain, my captain. <laughs> He's. The team's been... Are you guys excited for the team? Absolutely. Shout out Jaden Soberanis. Jaden, also, since since those elementary school days talking about the sports we're going to play. Sadly, I'm not still playing soccer, but Jaden is absolutely still playing basketball. Sorry to cut you off, Jaden. No, I, I asked you a question. <laughs> You're good. It's the way of the road. Yeah, so the team, I made it only to their first game so far. Started a little bit slow. Uh, the, the shots weren't falling. It's basketball. It happens. The other team, I think, was a tough, very defensive, high-energy team. Caught a pretty crazy dunk at the end of the game, oh, I'm not going to lie. Disrespectful, God. Sorry. <clears throat> Should I not upset that? No, I'm just saying like, the, the dunk Uh-oh. itself was disrespectful. Yeah, that yeah. was a tough way to lose their first game. But they're back on track. They uh, won a game versus Boston Latin. So, you know. Yeah. They got some steam going along with them. Shout out the boys. I, I, I think, ge- genuinely, I think basketball is the most electric atmosphere. My, it's got to be. Hockey's tough because you're behind the glass. Yeah. Uh, packing the jar is fun, but... Packing the Reggie is fun, too. Mm. Pack the Reggie. Whoa. I'd say... Whoa. Pack the Reggie, Thursday, I'd 6 say, p.m. Yep, this definitely will not be up by then, but pack it. <laughs> um, I'd say the only thing from track that rivals that would be, like, the last, the four... Well, unless you're Danny Collins and you're trying to jump 6-8 at Natty's, um, I would say that the 4 by 4 atmosphere in the, tra- in the Reggie is could rival that. But just across the board, basketball, absolutely... Is up there in terms of atmosphere and just intensity. I gotta say, also respectfully, the caliber of athletes in track is kind of just unrivaled. So, like, you see, like, you see, like, you, Justin, racing these kids from like Wellesley, wherever, committed to like Harvard, X, Y, Z. It's just not really the same as as Massachusetts high school basketball. It's just not. If you look at the type of athletes, um, you know, you get in track. A lot of kids playing college. A lot of kids playing college across the board. Um, but Newton, comparatively, 
Massachusetts has a stronger um, you know, feeder to colleges of running or track than it would basketball. Um, and you see that um, come through, coming through Newton South, you know, every year we have a good amount of commits um, from the senior class. Um, so, you know, it, it, it shines through that the track programs in Massachusetts are strong. Yeah. Keeping on that winter sports theme, I know, I know we're part of the Patty G's special council of captains. I, we've been seeing some texts from Sarah Laughlin about girls basketball. You guys got any thoughts on the girls basketball team? I got a good amount of friends on the girls basketball team. Um, I'm excited to go to some of their games. I haven't been to a game in a while um, because of COVID, so I don't really know um, what they're about too much. It's going to be their first home game that I'm going to be able to go to um, later tonight. So I think they're looking decent. Hopefully they can pull some wins together and uh, make the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. On the same topic, I'm also very excited for the gymnastics season. I'm going to try to hop over to an event. Shout out Adrian. Adrian Michael, now you're an avid and Epicast listener. Huge. Hoping to get you on the podcast at, at some point or another. But the gymnastics season, I think, is one of those you know sports teams itself that often goes overlooked in terms of you know just overall. Because they're, they're very competitive. <clears throat> Knowing that even though they don't, you know, their team isn't exclusively south, you know, south, they also have some north guys on there, correct me if I'm wrong. But I think due to the fact that their meets and events aren't at south, same thing with us, we feel that during indoor, the crowd participation, going back to that same theme, is, is definitely dwindling in and hasn't been as prominent as, you know, just hopping over to the field house after practice to go to a basketball game or volleyball game. So hopefully, I encourage each and every one of you guys to try to make it to some sporting events and meets and, and, and you know, just overall competition that you may not otherwise go to. Especially with seniors, maybe um, check out an event you've never been to before. Well, I've never been to swimming. What's it like? What's it like to go to the pool? Um, stuff like that. Trying to get down to one. I know a dance competition would be really cool, but I unfortunately never made it to one, so that's one of my goals. So. You know, you seniors out there, even you juniors, it's never too late to uh, start heading over to the events. And yeah. the support is appreciated by the members of the team. So Yeah, the teams need love, especially the teams that aren't like the basketball, football team, the teams that are always getting the love. Um, yeah, I'm excited to watch gymnastics too, to be honest. I've never really seen like a high school gymnastic, gymnastics meet or what it's like. I've heard Adrian's super good. Yeah. I've heard Emily Schoen's really good too. Mm, right. We've talked a lot about the winter sports here at Noon South, but there's one question that I keep getting, which is not for winter sports. <coughs> Oh, Brendan, you a big music guy. Navicast, you, Justin Aiden, you love music. What? How did your Spotify rap look? Mine looks pretty bad. I don't know about you guys. Mine kind of sucks. What about you? Yeah, mine absolutely disappointed me. I'll be honest. How about you, Aiden? More than disappointed online, to be honest. I like... I know we kind of talked about this already, so I don't want to like exhaust it, but like, I listen to so much music, and I was just like so excited. Like The last three months, I've just been like... Every day being like, damn, I wonder what I'm going to get. It was like the songs I was listening to, like, December of junior year. It's like, I guess. God, that was sad. Yeah, it was a sad time of my life. You know? And it's like, I'm looking at this, and it's like, there's no way that that... There's no way... I said this already, and I'm I'm still laughing at myself. Like, there's no way Wolves featuring Post Malone is my number three song listened to the whole year. Like, what the heck? Like, I don't even... Exactly, right? You're laughing at me, because I don't... I've never even heard that song. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. If you heard a song... Right? No, yeah, absolutely. There's no way they listen to Corso on Tyler the Creators Call Me If You Get Lost that many times. I, I refuse to believe that's the case. So it's a great song, but I cannot fathom the fact that I listen to it that much. So let me, let me spin this. If you could make your own Spotify rap, let's just go top three, your top three songs of your year 
that really transform your year. You think back 2021, oh, that was the 2021 song. You think back like, you know, what were those three songs? Think about it for a couple seconds that really were staples of your 2021. Let's go one one one. And then let's go. Let's go one one one. I like that. Um, I can kick us off. I'll go one 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 for sure. Hit us. One one one. There were a lot of really good songs this year, and the five that I see in front of me on my actual Spotify Wrapped, yeah, I wouldn't probably have chosen any of these. I gotta choose. Uh, I'm using my phone right now to record some stuff. So I would say number one song. You know, this is a big year for Lil Nas X. I'm gonna go with one of his first. Industry Baby, it has to be. Jack Harlow is so good in that song. Lost Sex is so good. Industry Baby, my number one song. Wow, you absolutely just swept the rug from underneath me. That absolutely... <laughs> I'm sorry, I can... That's I can, what you're going to say. I'll do, put wait, it back. do they have to be from this year? Absolutely not. Okay. Oh. Because mine... I changed your things. I don't... Respectfully to 2021, not really my year in terms of music. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. So what are you listening to? I was... All right, I'm not trying to act like I'm all cool and indie and all, but like... You are cool, but... <laughs> thanks, bro. But like, um, number one song. All right, I think only, the only listeners who will notice this one are probably Mr. Rinaldi and Daniel Glickman. Mm. If for any of my... If those are the only two that recognize it, then you are set for life. Those are some of the greatest people ever to walk this earth. Yeah, for all my Animal Collective fans out there, probably this song called In the Flowers. It's a little bit weird. <laughs> Very weird. You guys might find it extremely weird, even. But, you know, I play it. Makes me feel good. Gets me in the zone. Reminds me of the finer things of this year. So, that's definitely my number one. Respect. Thanks. I'd say... I'd say my number one that came out this year would probably have to be, besides Industry Baby, Family Ties, Baby Keen featuring Kendrick Lamar. Though we haven't had that much music from Kendrick at all. As of late, just hearing his verse... You know, it was very polarizing verse within the rap community, but I think overall the song was great. The beat switched up great. The production was phenomenal. The 808s, it was just a great song. You know, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that song. And though it may not have been the most popular, um, it introduced me to Baby King because at the point in time, you know, p- prior to listening to the song, I was asleep and I'm not asleep anymore. Bro, that's the heir to the throne. Absolutely. So nice to hear Kendrick come back, but Keem's up next. Absolutely. His new album, which we don't need to get too into, but the Melodic Blue, I have abused that album, listened to it regularly. But going back to the three songs, what would you say your next ones? I was a big fan of my summer this year, and I think I would be remiss if I didn't choose a song that really captivated something that you know felt like summer. So I'm gonna go with Feels Like Summer, number two song. Um, if you know me, if you hung out with me in the summer, even like for 10 seconds, you know I was talking about that song. That has to be number two. I was a big fan of it. Aiden, number two, what you got? Number two, bro. I, dude, I listen to so much music. Um, this is another kind of old one, but it reminds me of the summer as well. I listen to a lot of Lord. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out, shout out, Lord. I think. Do you guys know the song Supercut by her? Dude, I'm bringing out all this like weird stuff. No, but, like, no, it's good. It, it, it provides listeners with a little bit of a wider breath. Yeah, bro. You know. Reminds me of summer. Reminds me of the finer things in life. Of course. I don't know. I'm someone who listens to kind of a lot of sad music, typically. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Gotta remember the happy ones. Absolutely. Definitely. Justin. I'm thinking of summer. Uh, I interned at a place called Windy Films in Boston. It's 30 minutes away. So I, did, I was doing a lot of driving over the summer because that's where I'd be going 
nearly every day, half an hour of driving. Listen to a lot of music. Um, Tyler, the creator, released Call Me If You Get Lost, which, you know, we'll get into albums if we do, but I love that album. I really do. I think it was, without a doubt, one of the best, if not the best, released in this year. Now, with that being said, going off that album, first song that comes to mind, I'd say Hot Wind Blows featuring Lil Wayne. That song, the beats, the production was A1 in that song, as per usual with Tyler, the creator. It was something different. You never know really what to expect, but throughout the project, I'd say Hot Wind Blows featuring Lil Wayne was probably another one of my top three songs this year. Damn. I messed with that album. I don't think I liked it as much as I liked Igor and Flower Boy, though. Really? Is that a bad take? No, I, I definitely say respect. I'd say, I'd probably put it, in my opinion, unbiased. I'd probably put it above Igor, under Flower Boy and Wolf, for me. Wolf being at the top? Wolf, that album changed me, man. Respectfully. Respectfully, yeah. Respectfully. I, I can see some of that influence in your music, for sure. Yeah. I'm at number three on my list. And you? Um, you know, this this song actually did make my top five list. Um, repeat it. Um, you know, I'm a big Garrett Jakonski, um fan, and he's got a good music taste. He actually didn't introduce me to the song, contrary to popular belief, but it's just a good song. It's a good, like, you know, driving song. Your mom will like it, maybe. Your brother will definitely like it. Your sister will probably like it. Um, I should not have said any of that, but it's a good song. <laughs> I'm a big fan of it. Um, you know, it's always good when you and Garage Kunti have a, a similar song. Uh, he's got a good taste in music, so I was a big fan of that one. Came out during the middle of the year, and it's been a staple in my playlist. So I'm like, oh, show me a song. I'll go to that one. Word. And I'll definitely repeat it. Right. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Um, you know, on the term of rap, you know. I gotta give I gotta give Kanye a spot on my list. Hell He's yeah, the greatest to ever do it, undisputed. Debatable. All right, but I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, but I'm get, I'm I'm bringing in Jail Part One mm. off Donda. The con I mean Kanye and Jay Z like you can't go wrong That's when he says this might be the return of the throne. Oh yeah, last last song. So I I listed a lot of rap, not exclusively the genre that I listen to. I I'd say I have a pretty you know diverse versatile. Uh, tasting the music. My next song would be Cry Baby by Official Hajj Dentism. It's it's um it's the opening to Tokyo Revengers, which is a twenty twenty one anime. When I say that, that anime has a lot of potential. We don't have to get too too deep into the otaku weeb realm, but wow, that anime is very powerful. And and the opening definitely rubbed off on me this year. Isn't there a rapper named Tokyo's Revenge? Tokyo, yeah. Oh, word. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. I, I know subgenres. Yeah, I see you. I All right. See. Speaking of wrapped, we'd be remiss. I hear you guys laugh, whatever. We'd be remiss if we didn't touch a little bit on the Denebola wrapped and the Miles Blue wrapped. So you looked at your stats, you looked over them, you know, you posted them on Instagram, and uh, I think there was like 200 and something. How many countries listened? How many countries did your music get listened to in this year? Because it was. Way more than you'd think. Everybody sit there, take a guess, probably triple it. Yeah, all right, so thanks, Brendan. Before I get into that, uh, just for those of you who are unaware, who maybe have been living under SoundCloud or Apple Music Rock, uh, these past couple weeks, major streaming platform Spotify's annual Wrapped has been released. Wrapped is an annual presentation that allows users who listen to their music on Spotify to see a compilation of, generally speaking, you know, 
their music. Everything from their most played songs, to artists, to minutes listened, to top genres. By the same token, artists have a similar setup, similar presentation, but shows statistics about their music. Now, for those of you unaware, uh, by the same token, I make music. I go by Miles Blue, um, same artist. Um, but yeah, going back to your point, I had no idea that I would be listened to in 138 countries. Or that that many countries even exist in. Yeah. 138? 138. Bro, you told me this already, but I kinda like, that can't be real. That can't be can real. it be real? Someone is like just farming listening like, like seriously. Ra right. random ass countries. It has to be one person who just travels the world. Do you know like a, you must have like one fan just like billionaire, private jet guy, and he's like, whoa, we're just gonna hop around. That's crazy. Yeah. But seriously, kudos to you because Realistically, how many countries do you promote to? Three? Four? Five. Maybe six on a good, good release? That means that your music is making serious impacts worldwide. And I don't mean it like that. I mean it like people listen to your music. They're finding your music. And at that point, that's how it, how it all begins. You know, people start finding your music. And it's word of mouth. Tell your friend, oh, you hear, you hear Good Grief by Miles Blue? Of course I heard that. I love Charlie Brown. Wow, I almost said Blue. Because you know, I got confused because Miles Blue. Charlie Blue, maybe that's the next song. Whatever. You know, I've actually... Justin, on, on this theme, I've... So another one of my friends is... Uh, he makes some music on SoundCloud. And I personally think he makes fantastic music. You you know Benji Todgers? Do you remember him? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, Moon Boys. You know, living in Sweden right now. If you're listening, Benji, I hope you're doing well. His music is so good, and he gets, like, barely any views. And then I see your music, which is, like by whatever standard, like, I'd say, like, maybe better, maybe comparable. I, 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 I'm just saying that because you guys are both my friends and I don't want to take takes. What's your secret? Like, how do you market it so well? Like, how do you get all these views? How do you, like, is there a secret? It's a good question. I think, and I've had a conversation with Josh Jackson, Jara also makes music, and he's, he's had a conversation with me about this because it is definitely difficult to get your name and music out there. I'd say... What people don't tell you and people don't realize is it's so much more than just the music. You have to take into account algorithm, uh, you know, networking. There's so many things. And due to my, I guess, history with platforms like YouTube, I used to be, you know, considerably big on Vine. Throughout all this experience that I've had on different social medias, I guess it's all culminated and carried on into, into my knowledge. And I've applied that into advertising and trying to put Miles Blue out there. You've done a phenomenal job, I think, across the school. People know Miles Blue. Um, do they know Justin Stimley? Maybe, but they know Miles Blue. And that's impressive. So kudos to you. Thank you. Yeah, fair. You do a good... You're, it's interesting how low-key you are in person compared to like all of these crazy accolades and amazing stuff you've done. Just another dude wearing his black Adidas flat cap, just chilling in the hallways. If you guys see this dude, say hi to him. Please say hi. We all need a little love. For real. Speaking of love, I got the podcasting stats here for Denebola Wrapped. 81 fans listen to Denebacast more than any other podcast. You know, Justin's statistics were significantly better, but 81 people listen to our podcast more than any other podcast. That's awesome. That is, frankly, that is dope. That's so, something to be really happy about. Absolutely. That is dope. <laughs> That's dope, by the way. That's a lot. Yeah. That yeah. is a lot. That is good. Yeah. What's, what's our secret? What's our, what is our secret? The power of love. I think you promote it. Like, I, I think that what I do is like, oh, Dynamicast, Dynamicast is back. 
having that one little catchphrase, um, you know, I think is, or just stuff like that, is important to get your name out there. Let's see how many countries we were listening to. Right? How many countries do you guys think Dynamic Gas listened to? I'll say around three. Mm, somewhere between one and five. <laughs> Both of you are wrong. It is seven countries. Seven? For a podcast, it's different than music. You kind of have to speak English. So knowing that, well, you have to understand English. Knowing that, you can't, I mean, you're not. That's gonna, a good point. Right? I never even thought How many countries that, speak right? English? Not every country speaks English. So knowing that, you know, seven countries, we got our name out there. Pretty proud of that. Once again, we really only market to the Garden City, Newton, Massachusetts. And the fact that it's spread beyond that is pretty impressive. Definitely. I gotta Shut say, up. that makes it even more impressive that people listen to your music in 138 countries, because there's... That means people who wow, don't that's speak crazy. English are listening to your music. Yeah. That's nuts. That right what? what? That's crazy. Kudos to you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Also, but, kudos to... Kudos? Kudos uh, to every one of you guys listening right now. You know, we couldn't, we wouldn't be where we're at right now without you guys. So thanks for all the support to Nebicast. 2022 is going to be a good year. Yeah, and just like while we're talking about this, we know it's been a, hasn't always been a linear progression on this podcast. We've had some, there have definitely been some bumps in the road, including the last couple months. We've been, we've all been through some turmoil in our lives, you know. It's part of getting older, part of finishing up high school. And so we really appreciate your patience. We're doing our best. And 2022, I think we're just going to be pumping it's our, out. 2022 is our year. Yeah, sure. it's yeah. literally our year. We're pumping out content. There could be, you know, but another thing about Maybe 2022. Maybe podcast a day. <laughs> you know what's weird about 2022? We're not, at the end of 2022, when it's all said and done, someone else might be manning this. That's a great point. Wow. That's sad. That is sad. That is sad. This has felt so short. Yeah. Wow. I guess we got to make these last few months count. Yeah. Oh God! I, you know, a little saying, uh, sixth grade Spanish class. Um, don't count the days; make the days count. All right. Sixth grade Spanish class. Wow. Yes, and you're too. Really? Absolutely. Remember when I said that on a podcast? <laughs> all right, Aiden. All right. Um, all right. Let's. Uh, I got to go to practice soon, and so do y'all. Let's wrap up this episode. Um, I think what we need to get this episode, you know, fully finished is. Would you say, Justin, would you say, we need a geezer report? I'd have to agree. I'd say my geezer report. Shout out to my homie. He's a real one. Shout out Josh Jackson. This Friday, I mean, he, he released the, a little snippet, some songs a couple weeks back, but he's dropping his debut EP project this upcoming Christmas. It's releasing on Christmas, December, whatever Christmas is. So definitely make sure to give that a listen. It's called Underdog. His name is Jaro, he goes by Jaro, and I'd say he is absolutely one of the most underrated and dedicated uh, artists that I know. So definitely give him, I'm definitely giving him his props, and I think you all should as well. Yeah, 100%. And I got one more, actually. Quick shout out to Amelia Everett. I, I saw on Patty G's Instagram that there was a meet over this weekend it's called the Speed Classic. She won the 600 meters, but not only did she win, she set the meet record. Wow, Amelia Everett. I mean, just fantastic. Genuinely. Like, what? That's crazy. I'm so excited to wow. see what she does this season. And I feel like more records to rake. Absolutely. First meet of the season school record. And she didn't even do cross country I think either. She, she did a meet record too? She did soccer. Wow. I mean, Amelia Everett, um, I think it's always been somebody that very hardworking. 
you'd see her, um, you know, in the middle school days, always getting her runs in, um, you know, similar to Justin, always getting the runs in. And like, wow, is that person really working that hard? I wonder, I wonder how that works. Yeah, dude, I know exactly right? what you mean. And it like, paid off. And and like bro. Amelia Everett is is the perfect example of that. Um, bro, literally, in the workouts. In the bro. workouts, when we're doing like those three hundreds, two hundreds, we have these times at eighty five pace, eighty five percent pace. We do one. I am gassed, hands healed over, <laughs> sucking wind. She's gone around the lap maybe like four or five times, just in the time that I'm like healed over hands on knees and then I go do another one heal over again she's been going this entire time <laughs> so more power to her uh, uh, yeah but for real Amelia Everett uh, hope listening uh, let's <laughs> this episode up alright I'm Brennan Weissel I'm Aiden Geeser I'm Justin Levy and this is Denimacast